this week on the Mark and Lowell Show. It was a really good trip. Started with Jonah picking us up and giving us a big bottle of water. Wanted us to fight the potential altitude sickness, and we did drink a Was that ton. when you checked in at the airport? <laughs> you're trying to say I did a lot of checking in? Is that where you're going with that? I don't know. Do you want to talk about it now or later? <laughs> <laughs> If I may, maybe we can maybe we could describe Mark's trip. So after that, he checked in and they had uh, lunch at Snarf's, yeah. right? Did you go to Snarf's? Delicious sandwich place there. Right, right. And then you guys ended up at Red Rocks. Mm-hmm. Uh, Does that include the live? No, no, no. This doesn't include the live videos. The four live videos of Blue Trap. Right. The four right. live videos. I knew there was a bunch of. I, I, that is when I did cross my mind. I was like, Mark, why don't you just put enjoy down the, the fucking phone yeah. and enjoy the concert? Four, All right. Four. <laughs> Live videos of Blues Traveler. Yeah. Mark's Pizzeria. Mark's Pizzeria. Because there's nothing people like more than watching someone else at a concert so far away. Resistance is futile. It's the Mark and Lowell Show. The following presentation is brought to you by the Realm Network. The opinions expressed in the Rough House podcast do not necessarily reflect those of the WWE, Lucha Underground, Impact Wrestling, Ring of Honor, GFW, are they even still a thing? MCW Pro Wrestling, CZW, Nads Flappy Sack, Marvel Studios, Kellogg's, Frisky's Cat Food, Ted Turner, Jameson Irish Whiskey, Fruit of the Loom, Hershey's, Samsung, Amblin Entertainment, Groundskeeper Willie, or the cast and crew of The Walking Dead. Since the dawn of mankind, those in professional wrestling have turned to the Pro Wrestling Podcast to gain insight into how to do their jobs, how to create angles, develop new characters, and create fiery feuds with which to capture an audience's attention. What better group of individuals than basement dwellers on internet purchased microphones to guide the hand of a multi-million dollar industry? We're proud to present one such podcast courtesy of the Realm Network here at the Rough House where black people and white people watch wrestling and Hispanic people too and all people. Hey, buddy. Hey, what's going on? How's it? How's it going? How are I you? am. What's life? Uh, what's life things about? are good. Things are great. I can't really think of anything to complain about. Um, I know we usually sometimes start the podcast off with the whole, "Hey, this is what's going on in my life." Boondoggle. What's going on in yours? Mm-hmm. Something, something. Mm-hmm. One bedroom yep. apartment. Something, something. Kids. Something, something. Wives. And um, something, something. Hospital. Yeah. Man, I things are coming up. Millhouse. Man, I don't really know what else to tell you. You're such a terrible liar. You're, you're awful at My it. basement flooded, and I've been coughing up blood. But beyond that, <laughs> things are kind of five by five. I really don't know what else I'll to tell you. Face. Yeah, I uh, I had a hot water heater explode and flood my basement, okay. warp the wood cool. floor in the next room, and then about an hour later, I started hacking up blood. Went to a doctor. I have a bleeding ulcer, uh, probably stress-related. <laughs> So, uh, you think? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> so he's like, uh, what do you think could cause this? He was asking about my alcohol intake. I lied to him. And he was asking about yeah, my. Naturally. I'm like, oh, I don't know, like one or two drinks a week. Pretty social, you know, mostly wine. Uh-huh. I haven't had a glass of wine right. all fucking year. I, uh, straight vodka. Pure vodka. Rum out of the. Gl- I still think back to that time two months ago that I was just drinking rum out of a glass, like some fucking pirate. Yeah. Like, like it was iced tea. Yeah, and it wasn't good. It wasn't like, oh, this is that good of a brand of rum that I should just right. gobble it down like it was no. country time lemonade. No, it hurt with every swaller. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I... Doing your best Jack Sparrow. Yeah, I'm just hanging out with the Lonely Island boys. And I am waking up and I see wet footprints coming out of my basement office area. And that's where the cat usually pisses all over the floor and then walks through oh, it. But I'm like, these... These footprints are extra sloppy. Like someone had a good piss and I walk in there and I open it up. I'm like, wow, that's just, that's all the water. And, uh, I'm looking and it's just Mm. pouring out of my hot water tank. So I, uh, I call a dude and he comes down and he says, yep, this is fucked. And, uh, proceeds to take (laughs) a shot. Yeah, it is fucked. Um, 
and then uh, vacuums all that up and replaces a bunch of pipe. Six thousand dollars later, I'm just hand. I'm just writing checks. Yeah, six grand. So, um, uh, I am just just out of cash. And then uh, a little later on, I start getting the hacks. And um, boy, there was one uh-huh, good one, uh-huh. and it tasted real. It tasted like copper. Irony. It tasted yeah. copperish. And that's when I said, uh, tea. Uh, boy, this is something I should get looked at." And uh, I had one good like, "Boy, that's a lunger." And I looked at kind of my tongue, like, mm, and it was blood, just red blood. And I spit it out, and they had another good coughing fit, pure blood. And I'm like, you know what? Let it be cancer. Just because <laughs> sympathy equals ratings. So, uh, yeah, because, I mean, right now it's just two dickheads screaming into the void, man. It is just two, yeah. two guys just yelling out into the nothing. So People are listening. I, I sent you the ratings. You don't want to know Robin Joe's listenership. Compared to ours, no, I don't. A podcast that's been around for half as long. It's a laugh. Half as long. That's been around for three and a half years less. The five thirty eight is literally the five thirty eight. They they have the OG sixty five hundred. We have the OG five thirty eight. Literally. So, guys, thank you so much to both of you. The Realm Network thing's paying off though. That's been pretty big. We were down at like twelve people, but now we're at five hundred and twelve people. So. Thank you. <laughs> Look, to uh, a lot of the the onus falls on me uh, because I don't have the the uh, the time or the uh, energy to promote what I should. You put um, this thing up constantly. I follow. I have alerts set. I don't know what else you can do. You're you're laying no, I it could out. Do more. I could do more. I promoting. buddy, you do. You literally do twice as much as Rob and Joe and their network do for that show. No bullshit. I read their stuff. You do twice as much. It is just utter disinterest in the quality of the yeah, show. Yeah, but Rob and Joe don't put it together. Robbie does. Yeah, and he don't put it, <laughs> so. and he doesn't promote it. Look, look at the amount of promotion you do. You work on your efforts compared to other programs, and I think it's just again, it's just two maniacs screaming in a tree right now. Uh, so thanks, guys. Small, small but loyal. Fiercely loyal. Awesome. Thank you. Shout out. I'm sure out I'm to, sure Radio Shack and Blockbuster had their fucking fans also. And we see how those <laughs> dynasties turned out. I'm sure there's a lot of Chi Chi's fans uh, out there and people that love oh. going to a Kodiak or, or Kodak stores. Yeah, yeah I am positive yeah. there are few folks that are like, God damn it, I have a lot of Babbage's points build up. I've got a <laughs> holy yeah shit. Babbage's. Yeah. Yep, my B Dalton uh, gift card. I want to uh, know is... where can I find a Walden <laughs> Books at because I love that brand. Yes, small but loyal could suck it. I need tons of people that aren't worth a fuck. So I was it was adorable too because you sent me who you sent me us. those ratings too. Christoph, God love him. This is how fucking positive. I was like maybe we're just two assholes yelling into the void because of a comment on a post that was a repost from another one where there was just a lot of people commenting. Right. And you're like, no, man, look, here are the numbers. And I looked at them I'm like, oh, I don't know if he knows how shitty these are. <laughs> these are truly like, this is, this is shit you find in a clogged garbage disposal kind of numbers. I'm, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to, we're just going to, we're going to live in this ignorance right now. And, uh, it's gonna hey man, keep. That, that's all. That's my mantra right now. Is just live in the ignorance. And Mine's just, tasting uh, my own stomach blood. That's mine. Yeah. So there, there are few things in the world that, um, at this point in my life, uh, give me any semblance of joy, and this uh, is one of them. So I'm clinging on to it with everything I fucking have. All right. Well, uh, the tell you what, there, man. Rough House 2018. Boy, oh boy. Who will host it? It'll be Christoph and Blank. Let's see who. Let's see who it could be. If you, if it'll just be me with talking to the cat and the cat just like meowing and scratching my face off in the back. Your numbers will fucking skyrocket. Watch what happens if you do. <laughs> you do a podcast with a fucking a wrestling cat. podcast with me and the cat. It's a cut. It's the cardboard cutout of your head talking to my cat, and it's two oh. hours long and. 5,000, 8,000, 12,000 listeners. All of a sudden, that Patreon starts getting up into the thousands. You literally hit record, and it's just on one end, and then just the sound of a fan on the other, and people are like, this is this is good shit. This is meta. This is meta shit. Look, man, 
there are things I, I would love to accomplish and do uh, on this show. The the oft talked about that never materialized um, special sort of episode I wanted to do. I I, I really want to do that. I just don't have the time or the facilities. Anymore, I don't think that's um, what's keeping people from listening, happen. man. I think um, it would help. It would would help. it though? I don't know if it would. Yeah. I think it would. I don't think I don't think, think the, like the, the thousands of listeners that we're missing is because of a of a bonus episode. I think it's just the no, I think we I put think, out a good uh, product that people are just like, sorry, we don't want pizza flavored bubblegum. We're just look, it, if I didn't work fifteen jobs and I had more than two hours of free time a week, I could I could work on what I want to work on in regards to the this IP that we have being you what you have, the the SGW stuff. That uh that that's that's that just screams money to me and I just haven't um found the way to really uh to 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 really make it uh monetized i you know the the this day in history things going you know people are enjoying it and we have a a couple people you know more than a couple people um who are uh signed up for that on the patreon patreon.com slash the rough house podcast ten dollars monthly will get you a daily update in sgw history um but there's there's more there that i want to mine i just i just i I can't so how about this just not possible you floated an interesting idea and thank you the 40 Seven patrons, two seventy-two a month. Let's get it over three. It all goes to Chris. What if, for a fifty-dollar Patreon donation? Oh man, that ain't gonna happen. No, it won't. You can become <laughs> our intern. We're looking for a roughhouse intern. Okay, pass the buck. yes. You get to. You have to pay us to do our bitch. Pretty work. much, that's it. If you are so fucking <laughs> stupid to be willing to pay us to ask, and about about this. I'd like I'd like to bidding to start around fifty, willing to negotiate. If you are listening sure. and you would like to become the rough house intern, we are officially getting ready for the fall semester. You won't get any credit. <laughs> this will nope. not benefit your scholastics whatsoever. And uh-uh. we will have you do all the things we would like to get to, but can't. We're going to need you to make those stickers. We're going to need you to do some SGW stuff. We're going to need you to post as much as possible. We're going to basically need you to really push this product out there because Christoph's working 15 jobs. I'm having a house that's turning into Tom Hanks's money pit. I'm coughing up fucking chunks of my insides. Christoph slept two hours in the past two weeks. We need you. So Christoph, what email should they hit up if they'd like to be the rough house intern? Roughhousepodcast at gmail.com. Hit them up. We'd like it to be an intern. We'd like you to be a woman. We'd like you to be Asian. We'd like you to come live with me. We want you to join the Rough House. You see, it's not all about pointing out our shortcomings. It's about finding solutions on this show. So there instead of go. two assholes yelling Problem off into solvers. the fucking into the void, we're now going to have three. Don't think you're going to talk at all. Feel free to make bonus content all you want, and we'll charge Patreon yeah. money for it, not a dime of which you'll and, see. Yeah. I like it. Let's go with that. Let's see, let's see what materializes from and that. And we will book you on a helicopter tour of Baltimore and have it crash into the water. <laughs> oh, Christ. Could you imagine if that uh, if that chopper had crashed in the Inner Harbor as opposed to uh, outside of Concord uh, or wherever the fuck they were coming from? Were they coming from New York? Were they coming from Connecticut? Where were they coming from? I don't know where they were on their way from and on their way to, but I was up in a helicopter not long ago, and all I was thinking is... Man, it would suck to crash in this fucking thing. Yeah, but you were in like the nice deluxe um, Captain Roy, right? Up in Sky I-13? No, there's a, uh, there's a company called Charm City Chopper. Now, it is an extremely oh, nice helicopter. Okay. A very nice helicopter. Right. I mean, big leather seats. It had music. It, had, it, was like a, it was a sightseeing thing that we did a promotion with. It was very, very nice. But you, okay. stu- you do still feel like you were in the air with a, a, you're on a fucking rider mower with a whirly bird above your head and if this thing goes south right. dude there was a moment where we flew into a pack of fucking birds and this dude had to airwolf bank this shit 90 degrees no and i almost shit down my legs screaming <laughs> like birds motherfucking you birds. went zero to bitch oh man i start a bitch and ended bitchiest i got way down the bitch trail and i thought mate like this if you crashed in this thing the amount of shit and glass and debris and, and metalwork and bolts and, and mechanics sure. that are just going to just yeah. plunge themselves Circuit into boards, your meaty yeah. fucking body as you probably mm-hmm. take on water, by the way, because we were flying over the water a lot. Just a horrible yeah. goddamn way to go. 
Um, Shane McMahon. Uh, man, yeah. uh, one of the young bucks had a great tweet. Only Shane McMahon could survive a bump from a helicopter. And it's true. That was that was pretty great. So Shane McMahon. That's a hell of a story. Like that that story broke what yesterday, Wednesday, I, I believe. And uh in the afternoon and it's it's you can't write shit like that. Like if it was Vince, he'd be he'd be goner. Because I don't think he uh physically may have been able to uh to survive that, even though it may not have been as violent a crash landing as as you know, as you may picture. Um and Shane was just calm as a fucking cucumber throughout the whole thing. He's like, Yeah, you know, we were up there and uh Started falling, and then we ended up in the water, and uh, we just hung out in the water, chilly. Did some uh, did some laps around the uh, wreckage, and then we got rescued by the Coast Guard. Shout out Coast Guard! Thank you very much. Cool as a fucking cucumber, Shane McMahon. Yeah, he made it out alive. His pilot made it out alive. I I'm hoping at some point there's some kind of footage of how it went down. It doesn't sound like it slammed into the water. It sounds like he sort of kind of right. captain sullied this thing into the drink, and you know <laughs> didn't completely explode into a shower of debris. Yeah, but, uh, he, yeah, it didn't burst into coins. He'll be there on Tuesday to not do talking smack. So good for good yeah. for you. Yeah, man. Yeah, this a lot has happened this past week. So yeah, talking smack got the can. They didn't tell uh, Renee Young or Daniel Bryan about it, which is a shitty thing mm-hmm. to do. They had to find out about it on social media. Um, and the, the reasoning that came out. Uh, and again, this is all internet yeah, uh, wrestling community conjecture. Uh, was that it got canceled by Vince because he didn't like the unscripted format, which is really what made the show what it was. Yeah, it was. It was That's very what made unscripted. It something to watch. It made it seem very, uh, very, very casual, very natural. The the famous Daniel Bryan and Miz segment. You got yeah. to see more personality of some people. Uh, I would want to know what the numbers were on it. If it if it moved the needle somewhat on the network, if it didn't, it did it. Then I totally get it. You can't justify those production costs for something nobody's watching. But well, I mean, if it's if it's not really, making it, if it's not moving the needle at all, no one's watching. Now I'm just saying this is a hypothetical. There could have been plenty of people watching, and him still not like the concept. Right, um, right now, the only rumor and conjecture you have to go on is the Vince McMahon not liking the concept of it, which is a shame. But it does speak to. The heavily scripted... What we know about Vince McMahon. What, just yeah. that, the WWE, what we see, and sure. even in NXT. By God, did you watch NXT this past week? No, I'm like three weeks behind. Uh, there was a... Boy, guess who I want to talk about? Fucking Ember Moon and Ember goddamn Moon. Ruby Riot had an exchange that was meant to be casual at okay. the training center in the during training. Like, actually, they had their training right. center shirts on, and there was this... <laughs> Fuck! It was bad. like in the weight room, or were they doing drills? There was they were in the ring just... room where the three to four or five rings uh, are, and everyone's kind of jumping sure. around. There's chaos, and people are running around doing whatever. And there was like a small press conference where you just see these five hands at the bottom of the screen, each holding up a microphone or holding up a DAT player or whatever. And Ember Moon is just fucking summer stalking her way through some goddamn flash card written script behind the camera. I am looking to sure. do my best, and when it comes time for the best, you will see. That the moon, and then here comes fucking Ruby Riot. Wait a minute, did I just hear you say something? I know I didn't hear you just say it was fucking so bad. It was so yeah. fucking bad. It was so scripted and so overacted on Ruby's part, poorly acted on Ember's part, that it was just very indicative of how everything is so hyper to the syllable scripted that something like a talking smack that was off the cuff, that was. Let's just right. see what these guys have to say. Wasn't, yeah, I can see that that's, if NXT is what the future is, the future is heavy-duty scripting, talking smack and shows of its ilk. Maybe those ones like Table for Three, aside, uh, Ride Along, right. aside, well, yeah, or not. that's different, yeah. Yeah. Well, m- my question is, you brought up production values. How much really production? You have a, a desk, but that's the same desk they use for the uh, the pre-show panels and shit like that. All you have to do is set up, uh, uh, you know, two cameras in a room with some lighting, and all the shit's already there because you're doing TV. So I, I, I don't really buy, you know, 
production values as being a uh, a valid you know reasoning for it. Meanwhile, you're making these animated story time shorts. I I I can I mean I, I don't know obviously, but if I had to guess, I'd say more people were watching Talking Smack than they were Story Time, which is animated stories. Is there? Is, Have you ever watched an episode of Story Time? Uh, no. I I'm outside of NXT no, or Twenty Fours. I don't watch much. Um, I, I gotta wonder if is there a WWE network rankings like um Meltzer usually puts one out uh he usually puts the top 10 in his uh in his mails i haven't gotten this week's observer yet um uh, not sure if it hasn't come to marty or if marty has just forgotten to send it and i feel bad since he sent it to us for free hitting him up I was like hey man have you got the observer mm-hmm. um so it is what it is um but usually Meltzer um would put the top 10 in there. And it's usually, you know, the latest pay-per-view. Sometimes that pay-per-view the year before. NXTs are usually up there. If it's a 24, um, those are usually up there. Occasionally, I would see a Talking Smack on there. Um, Now, sometimes they were like the Raw Talk or Talking Smack after a pay-per-view. But every now and then, it would be a regular Talking Smack from after just a random podunk uh, episode of SmackDown. So... I don't. I, I don't. I don't know. This, the, here's um, the rankings it's, as it's of bummer, as of late March, which is obviously April, May, June. So these are about three and a half months old, maybe more like three months okay. old. Um, but yeah, right there at the top, right there at the top is um, uh, Talking Smack. NXT's number one. Talking Smack's number two. And it's it's doing pretty damn well. Uh, now, as of March, now I don't right. know. How that how that's doing uh, as of now? Because I mean, also on that list, sure. two hundred five live is number four in the well, rankings, yeah. and it dropped down. Yeah, well. it's not it's not cracking top ten much anymore. It ain't cracking top twenty. Uh, so yeah, I can see them pulling that because yeah, with it, with two hundred fives, you've got rosters, you've got production, you've got all you have a sure. full NXT quality package there. But yeah, talking yeah. smack. I if 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 where there's smoke, there's fire, and I think the fire genuinely would be in line with the new. Everything must be scripted. Everything must be approved, Eric, that they don't want to have to rewrite based on stuff that was happening in the back. I mean, imagine if Daniel Bryan was still an active performer of some sort and he had that exchange with The Miz. But Miz was embroiled in a feud with someone else. And now all of a sudden you're not paying attention to the, say, Miz Ambrose feud because that fucking Bryan and Miz shit was such fire. All of the writing that had been done by the group is now done away with and you have right. to focus on this other thing or you ignore it well, move on with your scripting but it's yeah. sucked any wind out of its sails so it, it's a shame that it's gone but it is in line with their 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 current show goals and modus operandi which is to script everything i know and it's a damn shame but you know it is what it is uh and you know the, the there's a ton of content out there, a ton of content on the network, and I just read something that they're talking to NBC about doing Saturday Night's main event again every now and really? then, or making it a weekly show. Yeah, um, which is uh, just a terrible idea. We have, we have, there are enough wrestling shows. We don't need more. I mean, you got the May Young Classic coming up, uh, and you know, there's three hours of Raw, two hours of SmackDown, an hour of NXT. You got uh, 205 Live if you watch that, and then every other week is a fucking pay per view. This three hours, SummerSlam is going to be four or five, and th- there's a ton. Not to mention if you watch lucha if you watch gfw or impact whatever the fuck they're calling it now um if you watch new japan if you watch ring of honor the, it, it's overload um plus the thing about and, this uh, they're gonna start WWE's adding indies the, the to the defender icw progress are coming to are, are possibly Is that coming ever gonna to happen network? yeah i mean as of as of uh june uh late june that they're 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 current. They're finalizing finalizing deals to bring ICW in progress content. Does that mean new shows? Does it mean old stuff? Who knows? But they're Who they're going to try and turn that thing into a hub for other wrestling organizations down the line. If they were to ever bring up Ring of Honor on there, holy shit! Um, would they ever, yeah, uh, that, that's a game changer. Wrestle it away from that that one, yeah. If they wrestled that away from Sinclair. Sinclair. That'd be fucking unbelievable. You could have. Yeah, NXT and Ring of Honor crossovers could could a Ring of Honor yeah. and an NXT coexist on the network? I think 
I think I think it could, but it could also lend its way to, like you said, some great crossovers. Have them be their own thing, but then do like a uh, you know uh, a bi monthly or monthly sort of uh, joint thing where they have some some stuff going on. I, I would be down with that. I mean, there's some great talent on Ring of Honor, obviously. I would but be curious. You know, Ring of Honor is in bed with New Japan, so that's not really something that seems like it's going to happen anytime soon. No, no. I, and I would also wonder if it would become a a ECW WWE style. ROH, where they got this Maybe. hot property and then turned it into right. their version of ROH or their version of yeah. ECW. So, again, all conjecture hypotheticals. When I sure. turned on the Skype feed, you were listening to the most recent, uh, uh, what is it? It's called the, the Fashion Files. This was the Fashion X Files. Fashion X Files. The truth is changing, H. Uh, changing. Mo- yeah, the truth is not H. The truth H. is not H. Or, yeah, the truth okay, is not the H. The skits yeah, are not which, funny, and the truth is not H. So. <laughs> No, the skits the are skits funny. The skits are you're, fucking you're so Justin, terrible. Justin, the comedian, okay, your concept of comedy is, is off, you're I'm telling you. Okay. You're a fucking last action <laughs> hero fan. It is, you have never seen the life and times of Tom Cruise, but when fucking Big Gun nope. comes on, baby shush, it's Damn my right. favorite it's Arnold film. It's a great film. fucking song. It's a great song. Oh, don't song. think I didn't read the fucking Facebook comments, too. People are like, you are living in a crazy shack made of insane wood. No, they had my back. I've read all kinds about? of we comments on there singing the comments. praises of the works of Tom Cruise. Oh, yeah, about that. But I'm talking about Last Action Hero. People were defending Last oh, Action Hero. Oh, yeah, Last Hero Action Hero, I read that. I mean, they're a bunch of fucking psychopaths. But some people are... It's... <laughs> it's it, Man, this, this stuff just... It, there's been some, there's hey, been some moments where I've like... Okay, this... I see what they're going for here. I wish they'd stay in the precinct. I wish they'd just stay in the precinct and and hit that. But our, uh... Well, apparently all will be revealed at Battleground. We'll find out who uh, the team or, or people who are messing with them the are. Cut off their, uh, their wooden horse's at Battleground. head. Right, yeah, Tully. It, oh, God. Dango said something. Don't, uh, he said... Don't sell you my search for Tully uh, Scully or something like that. Fucking just. It's stupid. Justin, I know it's stupid. Okay. It's shitty. But I like stupid comedy. Okay, now, with that said, and, we'll ju- and we're going to jump around back and forth a little bit. What did you think about the Jason Jordan Kurt Angle reveal? <sighs> okay, this thing. Fucking amazing. I, 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 I fucking loved it. I, I, I didn't, I didn't, all right, in full disclosure, I didn't watch the segment. Okay. Okay, I just know what happened all and right. what was announced. Jason Jordan is Kurt Angle's uh, illegitimate son from a lady he knocked up while he was in college or yeah, something yeah. like that. It, it was it was a bit of a swerve because if they were going to go that route, the obvious choice to everybody was Chad Gable, yes. who was uh, a white kid, uh, an Olympic well, yeah, I was leaving. I mean, up let's to that, just fucking yeah. call it as it is. I know you can go ahead and have sex with a black woman, but like everyone's, no one's wanting to say it, but everyone's like, uh, that's a black kid. Like, okay, so uh, right. Kirk, uh, Kirk, Kirk gets into it a little bit. All right, I'm down with it, man. Her and uh, and and not, and not to cut hairs here, but uh, you know, Jason Jordan isn't um, our truth. So, no, he ain't know, Tyrese be... Gibson. I mean, you could see him right. possibly being yeah. a little, a little from column <laughs> right. A, a little from column B. So, you know, a, yeah. l- a little mix. Okay, because it reads worse than it watches. Because I read it okay. the next morning. It was like, right. are you fucking kidding me? This is retarded. Right. Then I watch it. I'm like, this is fantastic. This is... Okay, so what about it made Kurt it fantastic? Kurt Angle sold it so goddamn hard. This was classic Kurt Angle. See, there's a new generation that doesn't remember... Jimmy Crackhorn and I don't care. Head shaving Kurt Angle. You got glimpses of it on that 24 episode of of him and the rap battles with Cena. The versions when he first showed up as an ignorant, silly heel with the three eyes. This is classic Kurt Angle at his best. He faked tears. He was sobbing. He hammed it up so fucking well. He sold it. Kurt Angle sold the whole goddamn angle. It wasn't the angle on paper. It was how it was delivered. It, it, it was how Angle did the oh angle. Oh, my God. It's the angle of his dangle. If you read it, it sounds terrible. If you watch it, it was fucking superb. And you know what? God love it because they had shit all over the glory that was American Alpha and NXT. They, they came know. up and did an Ascensions level worth of horse shit. Yeah, okay, they won some titles and they fucking lost they them the with titles. quickness. Got some new tights. Mm-hmm. It was it was another NXT mainstay 
dead on arrival where people are like, oh my God, you never even gave him a chance. Just there, you could you could pack it in on 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 tag team wrestling. I mean, tag team wrestling in WWE is such a fucking afterthought yeah. at this point, and it's so disregarded and disrespected and just shoved down into into nothingness. You know what? Break them up. Give them a fucking chance. The most it, it, the most interesting thing I've seen out of Enzo and Cass recently has been them apart and doing something. The most interesting thing with right. Chad Gable and Jason Jordan, them apart and doing something. Uh, who knows what will happen if the Hardys get broken and they go and do something where they get all fucking crazy on each other. But sure. it was it was a silly, silly angle that if you watched it, if if you were into the, the you know the, the fashion files, man, I think you're gonna like this when you see how goddamn hard Kurt's out. He's faking fucking tears. He is the Daniel Day Lewis <laughs> of the WWE. He can sell anything. Okay. So well, you brought up the twenty four. So how do you feel about it? You know, they just released this 24, and it's a it's a tough, you know. There's, it's a rough watch, Kurt went man. through some yeah. shit. He went through some shit, and, you know, he came out um, better from it. You know, he, you know, the, the the tough love from his wife, and, you know, you, you really got the, from watching the 24, that he, he loves his wife, he loves his children, he loves being a dad, he loves being there, stuff like that. And then the next week... To simultaneously promote, oh, I had this really big transgression and uh, something like that. It kind of it kind of paints two different pictures of the same guy. Oh, I th- I think you got to separate those two things. I think that's that's one of them is obviously beyond scripted and silly, and the other is this guy's true life. I mean, Triple yeah, H is a family I, I know, man. But they're and- so close together. They're so close together. Like if if it would have been you know I think you're trying to make a connection a where ago. one isn't I think I I, uh, I mean when did twenty four come out when did twenty four come out uh not this past Monday the Monday before okay so that came out I think because I watched it this July seventh yeah so before, that was about two weeks yeah. ago yeah but you got to <laughs> think that the WWE twenty four in the network versus the eyes that are on Raw it's a percent it's only the only the hardcores that are doing internet podcasts. Are gonna notice it. The average fan ain't gonna see it. Really, it's and that's not a wait a second here. He's a family man. He's having to. No, I mean it's it, okay. All right, I'll I'll take your argument. I, I just think it. it's I, it too just, separate. Okay, well then, how about this? Um, like, had they done that with the family shit when he saw Stephanie? You have three kids. I have five kids, and all that. Had they had that meeting right. on Raw? A couple of weeks ago, and by God, he's back, and here's footage of him backstage and all that. And then two weeks later, I have an illegitimate son, and I apparently slept with one of the Pointer sisters. Then, okay, I get it. And now you're like, wait a minute, this guy was talking about being, you know, fucking super dad. But being that it was a network documentary, that was sort of a okay. one and done. Yeah, I think I all think right. there's I think there's a safe buffer between the two. Fair enough. Well, let me ask you this then. So, American Alpha is no more. Yes. Um. Jason Jordan is Kurt uh, Jason Angle, I guess. Is he going to go by Jason Angle? Is he keeping Jason Jordan? Oh, that's a great question. I wonder if he will or not. Yeah. So here's my thing. Jason Jordan was in NXT and FCW for a really long time. And they kept trying things with him, kept trying things with him. Nothing really caught on until he met up with Chad Gable and they formed American Alpha. Chad Gable really helped Jason Jordan reach that next level. My question is, what is a Jason Jordan without a Chad Gable? Because we saw him on his own in NXT years ago, and granted, he's you know improved since then, but he was not very exciting personality-wise. He's a great in-ring performer, yes. nothing taken away from that, but we're, 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 we're tuning in mostly, in WWE at least, for characters. And, you know, aside from... Being Kurt Angle's illegitimate son at this point, what is Jason Jordan? Well, nothing. But that's what he, that's going to be all he is. He's going to be Kurt Angle's secretly revealed son for the time being. We're in this right now. It's going to see you got to you got to live in what is. I think you're talking about what comes after this because right now he's Jason Jordan, Kurt Angle's son, and will be for the foreseeable well, sure. future. But what does he? Who does he feud like? Who does he feud with? Where does this go? We'll find out. I think it's going to be, I think Kurt Angle is going to be his, his, I'm going to say manager or whatever, but wherever you see Jason Jordan, you're going to see Kurt Angle coming out. Now, there's still another wrinkle to this, right? Because we still haven't found out who was the person that was going to reveal this. Wasn't there some nefarious right. figure that if this got out or whatever, is it, or right. is that 
Who was leaking this info? Is there some sort of GTV anonymous general manager style shadow I, figure that was going to release this shit? I think so. I think that's still or out in the was, open or not uh, still uh, undecided. This or was just un, a TMZ unrevealed. story that was about to break. He's like, fuck it. I'll say it first. And that's it. I don't know. Maybe that's where they bring Stephanie. Maybe. But I think for the foreseeable future, it's going to be Jason Jordan and Kurt Angle. And he's going to be kind of pulling some double duty, which could cause storylines where are you going to be a general manager or are you going to be a dad? What are you trying to do? Are you right. trying to are you going to show this guy favoritism because you're the general manager right. of the brand that this guy now wrestles on? That's going to be a story there. I think Jason Jordan needs to have the rub from a Kurt Angle to, f- to figure out who his personality is because Gable's far more along than Jordan is from the personality, even in ring performance, frankly. Yeah, agreed. Um, agreed. I think you could have some possible storylines to where it's it comes out that it's faked and Jordan pulled a ruse on the whole thing that maybe this is how you bring in Shelton Benjamin and all of a sudden you got Shelton Benjamin and Jason Jordan forming up some sort of new tag team where it was going to be a way because Jason Jordan he was looking for a way to get in find a way what better than to have a former member of Team Angle that knows a lot about Angle that can go ahead and dig into his past some and bring some stuff to light I think I I think your concern is what comes after I think right now you're just going to see Kurt Angle as the mouthpiece, as the Heyman, as the guy that props him up. And let's see if he figures out how to take care of his own after this. Will he? There's okay. no better person to, to tutelage under than someone with an Olympic caliber wrestler that was so selfless and self-deprecating when it came to comedy and personality as Kurt Angle. If you can't learn from an angle, then you're done. So I will right. be curious to see what Jason Jordan turns into. We're not going to know for a little bit. Well, what do you think, Chad Gable? I mean, he he gave that's a little the question mark on, for me, man. On SmackDown, what do you think he turns into? I mean, well, I think Chad Gable has you know personality. He has some charisma that I think can go um, you know far. But they have to give him a chance to. And that was one of the things with American Alpha. You said they never really gave him a chance. They didn't have really uh, a ton of uh, time on the microphone on SmackDown to really develop any characters. So that's why they were kind of thought of an, as an afterthought. Um, but Chad Gable has you know some uh, some charisma. He's great in the ring. I think this is a chance. To uh, you know, push him up to that mid card title, uh, which I guess is a U.S. title at this point on SmackDown. Yeah. Um, maybe after you know, I, I guess it's Owens and um, Styles for the title at Battleground, and it looks like they're going to do uh, Nakamura and Styles at SummerSlam. Maybe get Owens and uh, Gable in a little feud about something. That'd be cool. After Owens gets out of the uh, U.S. title hunt for a little while, uh, I'd, I'd be okay with that. Um, but. I, yeah, it's another thing we just don't know. Right G- Gable's now. the mystery, uh, but to I me. think because I, I, it's pretty clear what they're going to do with Jordan, and he's he's inside of an angle. Gable's whole well, angle. What they're going to do with him is one thing. How we can handle it is the other. My whole thing was I don't know if Jason Jordan can 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 cut it, but I, and I think Gable can on his own, but Jordan's not on his own. He's with yeah, angle, he's he's got angle now. It's, yeah, when they when they separate or he he turns on him or angle turns on him or whatever, right. then yeah, then we're going to find out what can you do. Gable, I feel more right. confident in, but it seems like they have plans for the guy that needs the help. They don't for the guy that doesn't. Outside of it, right. they did give him one humdinger of a match with AJ Styles. They really let him shine yeah, and have a one-on-one. So they they do have <clears throat> they do have some sort of faith in him as in ring. What do they do with him right. outside of? I don't know. Uh, yeah, even Styles tweeted out that it was one of the better matches he's had in, in recent years with Chad Gable. So that's uh, that's high praise. Now, getting back to your Fashion Files Battlegrounds, who is the mystery team? Uh, there's rumors out there. There's uh, possibilities of call-ups. Who do you think it will be? I have no clue. I have no clue at this point. I mean, they've already gone through all the all the tag teams on SmackDown. Um, you know, they went through the Usos, they went through the Ascension, they went through uh, Epico and Primo. Who I think were they released? Did they get? Yeah, I think they asked for their their release. Or yeah, something? I feel like uh, they're gone. 
Um, and then they went through um, the Hype Bros. So there are no other tag teams on SmackDown, to my knowledge, aside from the New Day. Um, and the New Day is in the feud with the Usos right now. So it doesn't wouldn't make sense for it to be them. Um, so either a new and debuting team, a call-up, something like that has to happen. I'm not sure who it would be. Um, you know, it's not going to be DIY for many obvious reasons. Uh, could it be Heavy Machinery? I don't know. Could it be Authors of Pain? Probably not. Um, <laughs> the rumor that's floating out there is that it's going to be a repackaged Harper and Rowan, who are both on SmackDown and you haven't seen. That they're going to be true. the ones that have been stalking and being weird and destroying stuff. Harper and Rowan, okay. who have all but disappeared in the past couple of months, I know. look like I know. the... The, the odds-on favorite, if you are to read uh, the Reddits of the world and the, the comment pages, sure. that seems like Harper and Rowan might be it. Uh, some people are talking about Sanity, possibly Sanity yeah. uh, getting some kind of a call-up because it seems like Killian Dane is kind of breaking apart from them. Holy fuck, have you heard his new music? Jesus Christ. Who no. Man, who's got the shittiest... Is it as bad as Big Cass's? The worst theme music in the WWE, hands down is Drew McIntyre's. Drew McIntyre has the most fucking garbage, Scottish horn bagpipe-ish thing with this grindcore guitar. I can listen to Cassis. I don't remember hating it. I don't remember oh, hating it's, it. it. There's no tempo. There's no nothing. I mean, at least Big Cassis keeps time. Drew McIntyre's is horrible. It sounds like... You know what it sounds like? A rough draft of what Seamus's became. It it genuinely sounds like what they were like working towards with Seamus. Like, hey, we've got our our original draft for Seamus's music. You just want to fucking let Drew walk out to it. Listen to this. Right, get to the fucking point, this is why we Come have on, six hundred listeners. Is because we've listened to Yeah, I don't hate that. Oh my god, it's atrocious. It's a chunky ass riff. It doesn't keep time. I mean, the horns and the guitar are completely off time with each other. They don't have to be in time. I would prefer it to be. I'm okay with it. Oh my god. It's between that. Killian Danes is a version of Sanities that's right. not good. And then, yes, Big Cass. I think right now, as far as one, two, and three, and his worst, worst fucking music, it's got to be. It, it's Drew and then Big Cass and then oh, Killian okay. Danes. Um, best. Uh, disagree. Disagree house. Can, this is the Disagree house, man. It's it's a fucking horrible <laughs> song. Uh, the, How are we the friends? We don't agree on fucking The Canalysis have the hands down the goddamn best music in the WWE right now. It's so nothing good. It's else, so damn good. Nothing else comes close to how fucking goddamn good that that bit is. Um, so if it's, yeah, if it's not Heavy Machinery, I, which I think Heavy Machinery would be a real fucking head scratcher. People would be like, who the fuck are these guys? Um, yeah, yeah, it's too it's too soon on those. Yeah, guys. I mean, and Harper and Rowan are both on SmackDown. It's <sighs> not the Ascension. Yeah. Um, I'd like to see Harper and Rowan kind of. I'd like to see Harper get a main event push on his own. Eric Rowan's never really done much for me. Um, I, know, I know that obviously there's history there with with uh, with them and the Wyatt family. If, if that's what it is, you know, could be worse. Here's another um, option, but for someone that they have and they haven't used, and they just use as a tertiary thing. Why not the Singh brothers? Why not have the Singh brothers go and do something? I mean, I know that you need to have them alongside Jinder. But at some point, you got to fucking use those two. Yeah, yeah, I don't know how they shoehorn like that in bring, there. But if you bring the Singh brothers into something so slapsticky, I feel like that's going to distract from the serious contention of of uh, Jinder Mahal right now because of their association. Yeah, it would be. And again, maybe I'm trying to make something out of nothing. But no, I think you're. I think it's their, their thing is so comedic compared to the seriousness of. Nation right. versus nation. That'd be like what? Why? Where you're you're busy helping out gender, but at the same time you're finding time to destroy the, uh, you know, the, the, the precinct. Um, right. It could be. And also, what's to say that it's a tag team? Could it be an? In- Doesn't have to. Be. Could it be an individual? 
Could it be Kane? Sure. Kane's on the fucking roster still, just hanging out. Kane's not- on the campaign yeah, trail. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. He's on the fucking <laughs> campaign trail. Because I'm looking at the roster here, man. And outside of the Harper Rowan possibility, the Singh possibility, they've already cut off the Ascension. The Colognes aren't doing anything anymore. Um, yeah, Rhino and Slater are on Raw. Rhino and Slater now, on Raw. So they're out. They've already eliminated Mojo and Ryder. Outside of a call yeah, up. New Day and New Usos. New Day and Usos. Doing who knows who it could fucking be? So, uh, at least they're going to get into a f- I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it one way or another. Um, so, l- let's get into Battleground a little bit here. Uh, not a, not the most amazing card we've no. seen in recent times. Uh, we've got the Punjabi prison match, which was something everybody joked about and they're actually fucking doing. Um, the thing is just atrocious. Uh, you can't you know, see I, in the fucking thing. You can't. The sun, you can't it, it fucking is, see, very difficult to see in the goddamn cage. Like, it's yeah. fucking really difficult to see. And I love there's how a lot of <clears throat> there's, in, in, in SmackDown this week, they talked about they, they, they talked about all the rules with this door opens and that door will shut and there'll be a trap right. door and then both of them will rotate. We'll have an intermission. Someone will bring out non-bread. And, a time and then in there. Ginger comes in like, there's <laughs> no rules. Like, ah, you just rattled off you just, like a ton a of fucking of rules. Right. Yeah, I'm, ah, uh, man. This match I mean, belongs it, on Extreme thing- Rules. Well, yeah, but you know, it's these this every other month pay per view thing. He's got to fill it with shit, and this is shit. Uh, the only good thing to come out of it is that this will be the end of the Randy Orton Jinder Mahal feud. Um, whether or not Mahal retains, do you want Jinder Mahal taking your main title into SummerSlam? I don't know. Do I want Randy Orton doing it? Uh, not necessarily. Um, Man, they kind of wrote themselves into something here. They wrote uh, themselves into something not terribly interesting that yeah. I do enjoy. I'm, Ginger's work has grown on me more and more. And, you know, I've always loved Randy and Randy sort of He's doing well. He works up or works down to. But this is um, this is another thing that WWE, they have their tropes these days. The champions yeah. that will lose even though. Lose a non-title But they'll lose match. non-title matches. The Distraction finishes. Distraction finishes. And the. Uh, the re- repetition of matches that I get that they did that back yeah. in the territory days. They they take those matches and they'd have the same two dudes sure. all around the country and then take it to TV and have it finish. But I mean, right. we're seeing fucking Miz Ambrose, Miz Ambrose, Miz Ambrose, Miz mm-hmm. Ambrose. Now Mahal Orton, Mahal Orton, Mahal Orton. Like yep. ah man, you got. I understand having to do a repeat or having to do a rematch, but after a while, I'm like ah oh, man, what other new wrinkle can you throw into this and a Punjabi prison match ain't fucking that so and you book a match that that negates your best fucking asset which is you have the Singh brothers as backup so you've now cut yourself off from the two men who have helped you win prior matches so the logic isn't even fucking there no, it's not. And if, if WWE is trying to book something that will keep me from watching Game of Thrones to watch their pay-per-view, it ain't fucking working. Or maybe it was the exact opposite. Like, oh, well, you know, half the fucking uh, nerds of the world are going to be watching Game of Thrones. So fuck Battleground. We'll just throw some shit together. Yeah, well, that's, that's more what with it that. seems like. Uh, they're going to have to deal with that the next time there's a pay-per-view. I mean, they're going to have to deal with that. For well, them. SummerSlam, Game of Thrones, I think, is still on during SummerSlam. So, so well, that's I mean, gonna be a SummerSlam is a little bit different. Rough night for you. Have to figure that out. It will be. I'll have to. I don't know. I let's not get ahead you of got, ourselves. You got here. networks and uh, stuff like that. We're, we're really looking forward to not doing that live SummerSlam nowhere. Everyone that decided that they were not <laughs> interested. Uh, so you also have two. Uh, you know, here's a here's a thing too. They need to fucking call it a day. On there was an article on Cage Side Seats about this. I have to agree. Man, we have moved on from so many old, ancient, ancient fucking wrestling tropes. Oh, like evil he- <clears throat> evil heel foreigners against the, the good bad old boys. foreigner versus yeah. fucking vitamins, push ups, prayers in the Bible. You got two of that on sure. here with Orton and Mahal, and now Cena and Rusev. What a weird right. return for Cena! What a fucking major and pull and Rusev. Who Rusev looks like he is going through the goddamn motions right now. He looks disinterested yeah. as fuck. Well. If your return feud is against John Cena, you know how this shit ends. LOL. Um, if I'm Rusev, I'm a little, I'm a little uh, bummed out too. Nah, I'd be happy to be working with Cena. I would be either win, or, win or lose. I'm happy to be working with Cena. Yeah, but he he hasn't had a program in months. 
Um, so, you know, to come back, sure, the stature of working with Cena is good, but where's it going to leave Rusev's character? I guess end? we'll have to see how the is match the plays out. Is John Cena going to chew him up, spit him out? Does Rusev fucking pull it off and win? I don't, I, I don't know. I mean, he could. I, but it seems like that, that promo that Cena gave on SmackDown really kind of kind of mm-hmm. wonky. He's given some good promos over the past year. I mean, John Cena, for the most part, pretty good stick man. That was right. just... Eh, it's just such an old, like, you know, I'm a real American. Didn't he bring up 9-11? I think he might have. Yeah, god damn. Like, <laughs> all the times that the flag flew and all that. Yeah. Like, uh, I'm not interested in a flag match in 2017. It's, no. it's just uh-uh. old. And I, and there's some. We've had a kendo stick on a pole match and a flag match within a month and a half period. Fuck me if Vince Russo isn't behind the scenes pulling some Yeah, strings. I was going to say, one of the fucking uh, you know, Singh brothers is going to pull his mask off and he's going to start saying bro and Punjabi and, oh, that's why this is the way it is. Um, Man. How do you feel about Nakamura and Corbin? I'm looking forward to that match, actually. I think uh, I think their styles, um, no pun intended, AJ, uh, kind of lend themselves to each other. You know, Corbin's a kind of a big shit kicker. Nakamura is not tiny and can kick your fucking dome off. So I, I and Nakamura has like you know he's a little fired up from uh, from Corbin keeps sneak attacking him. I think the storyline's been decent, and I think uh, the match between those two should be pretty. Damn I will good. predict that there will be a sneak attack in this match because that has been oh, yeah. the theme of this feud so far is the sneak. Attack. And I'm seeing some parallels right. with this feud between another one on the Raw brand that it seems like they're taking in-house, for the most part, homegrown talent and pairing them up with the former stars of New Japan because you've got Balor and the Drifter still, which yeah. is a... I, part of me is like, Question I should be mark. mad at this. You took the dude that was the first Universal Champion and are you're putting him into a program with a guy that was just fucking meandering through NXT and has since yeah. shown up. But at the same time, I'm kind of fucking entertained by the drifter right. and his shtick and the whole thing. And he's a muscular son of a bitch. I feel like he's gotten bigger than when he was yeah. in NXT. And Finn's fucking selling it. And then that goddamn guitar shot to the head Ooh. was brutal. Oh, brutal. I mean, almost yeah, fucking was. decapitated Devitt to where... Um, yeah. I'm like, you know what? You guys, through the work of each man, are selling me on a feud that if you showed me, like, hey, when Finn comes up, who's he going to feud? Oh, he's going to be a universal right. champion. When he comes back, he's going to get revenge on the guy that took him out. And, and then what? They're going to partner him with the Drifter. What man, the yeah, fuck right. are you thinking? You're having Brock <laughs> and... Um, Oh boy, uh, Brock and Joe, and then Roman and Strowman. Well, I'm thinking, That's I'm your title think, like, picture if you right put now. Brock... In there with Mojo Rawley, Sabatelli from NXT. I'm like, what? What are you? What's happening? Why are you fucking run out of ideas? But the Drifter again. I some. That's why sometimes in all my my darkest hours of oh my god, what are they doing? They sometimes see some shit that they obviously have all the access in the world to that we don't behind the scenes. And I think they've got something in the Drifter. And I'm hoping that Finn really pulls it out of him. And though I think Finn will definitely win this feud, I think at the end of it, they could have a honky-tonk man for a new generation. It's it's possible. I mean, uh, <laughs> I never thought I'd be saying it, but I'm yeah, I'm kind of into the drifter yeah. as well. He did nothing for me in NXT, oh. but like you said, they kind of found something that's Horrible worked for him up there. And, you know, maybe a lot of that credit is to Balor, and a lot of the credit is, is to uh, Elias Sampson pulling it off as well. Um, but I'm a little more into that than I am this Miz and Rollins mini reunion against the, uh, or I'm sorry, did I say Ambrose and Rollins mini reunion against the Miz and the Miz-Tourage, um, even though the Miz-Tourage I'm 100% all in on. Uh, I'm just tired of seeing Miz and Ambrose together. A mini Rollins-Ambrose reconciliation is not really doing a ton for me either. Um, I like Bo Dallas's <sighs> pre-shat pants. I like those oh things. God. The one where I'm like, you did you shit all over your own pants? <laughs> that is an interesting look. He looks so ridiculous, and I love him for it. Yeah, I'm in. I'm into the Miz Taraj. I do like that he's oh. got himself. A, he's got himself a posse. That was a <laughs> real back to the back to the Fashion X Files real quick. <laughs> I want to believe with the flying saucer with saying I want to believe on it. Fucking crack me up. I am happy for you that you enjoy it to the degree that you do. And you have every right to love it 
and to uh, and to drink in. It's a few things, buddy. Few things. There's Just so few, few things left. Just I want few. you to find I'm happiness on. where you can. I'm gripping on. Find it where you can. Place your mouth on the teat of trying. joy and suck. Oh, speaking of which, uh, time for my weekly confession. What you do? Um, I downloaded WWE Champions, that app where you got to like collect the, the cards and you have like the jewel game. It's a fucking yeah. jewel game. Yeah, it's a like columns. It's a it's a jewel game. Yeah. Oh. I have been I've been playing that. Oh, that's terrible. Oh wait, you're and you're playing. You didn't play it once ago. Oh, this is a fucking jewel game. No, I'm playing. I've been I've been playing at least yeah, yeah, like like yeah, yeah, I've been I've been playing that. I need Dude, help. Dude, you need to fucking lay down on a couch somewhere. I mean, you need to <laughs> lay down on a couch and hand them a VHS copy of Last Action Hero. You need to hand them a fucking Brizongo shirt on the end of a of a selfie stick and then uh-huh. to slide your phone with across phone with that goddamn it, yeah. WWE game pulled up and be like, this is the yeah. shit that I'm hanging my hat on right now. Help me. I'm in a fucking yeah. tailspin. All right. And my most powered up wrestler is Roman Reigns. This is, this is what I am right okay. now. Okay. You know, hey, we all walk our fucking path. Who wants to, who wants to walk with Elias and who wants to trip and fall on their fucking face with Kristoff? So man, you gotta, boy, we gotta, Guys, we need an intern. We need an intern now. All right, you got to fucking help our boy. We need an intern with a quickness. Um, uh, something else is pushing me closer to the edge. Are you? Have you read all this uh, Taya Johnny Mundo Vampiro AAA stuff? Yeah. What is this? I, I saw a little something on there. Uh, I, I was kind of following it uh, around the edges. Actually, was able to. Um, I found a, a, a YouTube copy of Lucha this week. I was able to watch chunks of. Um, last night's episode? Yeah, 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 uh, of last night's. Okay, I haven't seen um, that one Yeah, yet. it was pretty good. Um, Did you watch the um, uh, Marty the Moth Phoenix nah, match from it. last nah. week? Oh, dude. I, that, that, was some, that was some good shit. And also, Taya versus Jeremiah Craig. Oh, Holy I did shit. see that. As much I as did you, see that, man. Oh, dude, he kicked her so match fucking hard. God damn it, he kicked her so fucking hard. Um, Taya is such a beast. What's his name? The guy that was feuding with Killshot, his ex-compatriot. Uh, Dante Dude, Fox. Dante Fox is fucking unbelievable. He has a he match is. in this uh, with Son of Havoc that gets interrupted by Madness, oh. and he pulls this fucking okay. maneuver over the turnbuckle. That is, god okay. damn it, it's incredible. I mean, it is. It's a. It's a. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a thing weekend. of beauty. Um, so no, I saw some of the dust ups with. Uh, Mundo talking shit on Vampiro, Conan backing him up, right. but I didn't see where Taya gets folded into it. So it, it started with Taya. So Vampiro is running AAA's creative and talent relations right now. Um, so <clears throat> Taya was the uh, Reinas de Arenas champion, Queen of Queens um, champion, and she got stripped of the title. By some technicality, she used a chokehold in a match and got disqualified, and she got stripped of the title. And then the title, um, they helped, uh, the title helped lure Sexy Star back to the promotion because she was going off to do boxing. Okay. Um, and now Sexy Star is the, the Reynas de Reynas, uh, champion. So Taya went off on, uh, on Twitter on Vampiro, um, you know, saying fuck AAA and all this sort of stuff. And then Mundo, he's engaged to her, so he's obviously going to take her side. He went off on Vampiro, calling him like some kind of stooge and all this sort of shit. Vampiro went, went back, you know, responded on Twitter, which is never a good idea. Um, and then all, all, all this really weird shit. But all these things happening, uh, I'm, I'm with each passing day, the, um, the, the future of Lucha Underground is, is, growing dimmer and dimmer. Oh, the lights are going to go it's out not, forever on this fucking thing. Good, it's not looking good. What do they do to, to... Oh, and by the way, fucking Emma has a new goddamn bikini shoot that I have already feverishly fucking jacked it to. Um, <laughs> I mean, she's heavy, nervous. dude. By the way, when did her and um, uh, Zack Ryder split up? Yeah, they, they uh, about a month And now so Zack Ryder's dating the crazy bitch from Impact um, who has... Not the greatest. Rosemary, Sienna, not who? Sienna. She's the one. She kind of dressed like she was the bride that was left at the altar. So she actually comes down to the ring dressed like a fucking crazy bride. It's the gimmick is great. I don't know okay. her name, and I've seen glimpses of it. 
But she comes down as this bride that was left at the altar, and she's just connect. She's basically like Cowboy Bob Orton with the with the cast. She is with okay. the the ripped wedding gown and the smudged makeup. She ain't ever getting going, right. getting left at the altar. It's pretty great. But she's got an Emma body with a Matt Striker kind of face. But you know, with the type of sex I'd have, I'd never see it. Um, Right, right. I right. gotta wonder, like, what would they? Well, except for that one what time. Would they, well, you know, sometimes you gotta you gotta make a little love, turn the light on, and just stare right into their ugly fucking eyes, lie to them about how much you love them. Um, you nine months and, later, and here you are. Now. Yeah, no, you're great. I like you, and I like the kid. I wonder, could they save Lucha with this Ooh. huge? I'm, I'm trying to like fantasy book Lucha. Ricochet sure, sounds yeah. gone. Taya gone. It sounds like Mundo might follow suit. Mundo will go with uh, him. Yeah. Mysteri- PJ Black broke both of his broke fucking, his fucking uh, ankles or whatever. Mysterio sounds like he's yeah. going to go over to fucking Global Force, if not back to WWE. Well, Mundo and Ty are going to Global Force too. Yeah, so I, which I don't know how. Jesus. I mean, I guess. Well, I think I think Global Force struck some kind of deal with AAA because Drago was on Global Force just this yeah. week, or will be, or is on tonight's episode or something like that, depending on when you listen. So, what do they do? Do they find new talent? Do they? Did they just work with what oh, they got? You could. You know what? If if this if this season of Lucha Underground wraps up everything they've done so far, you certainly could start fresh with all new talent. Um, you know, you'd have to work hard from the beginning again to build everybody back up and uh, you know, tell new stories. But they're creative people and they've done some really creative stuff over these three seasons. So the the, the you know, the possibility is certainly there, but you know, part of the reason we've come to love Lucha Underground is because of these performers. Um, so it would be a, a major loss to the to the promotion and the TV show if the majority of these people didn't come back. I mean, I'm sure they could probably get a couple of them to come back, but you know, between the 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 uh, Pentagon and and Phoenix having issues with AAA and working Crash, which is like a rival to AAA, there's a whole, there's a ton of terrible Mexican politics happening down there. And it's not like um, they haven't and, survived you know, talent departures before. I mean, there there was a time where you yeah. couldn't imagine a Lucha Underground without Bengala. And now, here we are. <laughs> and we Mother don't God. have a man dressed as a kitty cat. And we have, but... It's a bingle tiger. But they replaced them with tigers. They, and with, with, uh, with lizard people. So we're... And the rabbit tracks, they have too. They have rabbit tracks. Which, by the way, man, talk about Paul London selling a fucking gimmick in his match against that. Mill. He truly sold oh, it like I he was wrestling on mushrooms. I'm like, that's yeah. something you'd only get away with in Lucha, that he was running around and wrestling, and even having Stryker refer to him possibly ingesting hallucinogenics prior to the match. I'm like, yeah, you know what? Yeah. That's pretty fucking great. The guy's all fucked up. Yeah. He's wrestling a murderer on mushrooms. Yeah, and the match was surprisingly, well, not surprisingly, they're both very talented. It was awesome. I loved it, obviously. Uh, obviously, I loved it. I don't know if you were surprised. I was, that oh, yeah, I no, I mean, shocker. I mean, you could... <laughs> burn the image marvel on the side of a piece of catch and you're like it's the best fucking sandwich i've ever had they 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 really uh, they really did so as long as you put a little infinity you love your in fucking there, brands right? man i'm telling you what you you are a brand loyal I'm you are brand nothing but you are loyal. brand loyal um i have yeah. to wonder you know who i would love to see land on their feet truly land on their feet no not gonna make another bengala because it's a cat joke i uh, no, fuck no. There, she's constantly get a. She's there, in trouble with fucking domestic battery at this point. She's fucked. There, there's also new photos, new nude, new nudes. Really? Yeah. yeah. Hello, internet. Yeah, Gorehound showed them to me last night, and they are like Paige on all four, spreading her butt cheeks. Here we open. go. All right, Paige nudes. Boy, there is just a lot of them out there. Where do you? Yeah, there. Where are. do you find these new? Where these new guys at? Gonna have to. Pick up an uh, external hard drive to save all those photos. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on there. Um, yeah, I'll find these things. Um, I would hope, and he will, now, who are you he say? won't do it because of his lifestyle, okay. and he's. I would hope and pray someone could find a use for fucking Quato. Quato is such a character and is such an mm-hmm. interesting entity and such an amazing actor. Would he be willing yeah. to relocate and move to NXT and be an, an entity and a presence there? He'll never travel. He's an actor. He'll travel to go and right. be on the set for something, but he ain't fucking hitting the open road. You're not going to see him in a fucking no. 
you know, ride along episode. He needs to be based somewhere. Oh God, could you imagine? Cueto and NXT could be <laughs> amazing because you know what? They've never had an NXT that I can recall. Correct me if I'm wrong. They've never had a power struggle. It's no, always been Regal. Can you imagine fucking yeah. Regal and Cueto fighting for control of NXT and the combatants therein yes. with making allusions to, I've got a little experience when it comes to running a fighting organization. Never fucking says it, right. but it right. could be kind of goddamn killer. He'd be based in one place. He can maybe help out in the performance center with his acting capabilities. He can teach these motherfuckers yeah. how to act and have Ember stay late. Have her stay after school. <laughs> Make her get extra credit. Just put up put up a cot in the room to say you're just gonna. You're stay gonna here. stay right here. Okay, we got some snacks for you. You're gonna stick around here. Um, yeah, you're gonna watch some Marlon Brando movies and figure out. You're how gonna this shit watch works. a lot of me sitting at my office prior to beating a man to death with a fucking gigantic stone bowl. And I want you to mimic everything that I just did. All right, even the fucking accent, everything. Yeah. Put that fucking jaw away. Put your fucking jaw away. Are you Beavis? Put that shit away. Are you Beavis Moon? Right? Eh, I stunned you off the top rope. Uh, yeah. All right. You fucking get somebody to dress up like that Butthead? Terrible. That was a terrible Beavis. <coughs> Real bad Beavis, but it's as good a Beavis as I can come up with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't act yeah. for fuck. It's cool. It's cool, yeah. butthead. It's cool. Yeah, I'm yeah. a finishing move. Settle down, Beavis. All right, now we're just oh, doing impressions. It. No, but Quato, Quato, and NXT uh, would just be would be great. Yeah, every, everything you said makes sense. And and Regal, Regal and Quato on the screen Shit. together, I would just, I would, I would explore. I wouldn't know what to do with myself. I'd be so fucking overjoyed with that, man. That would be so goddamn good. Um, oh, are you reading, by the way, any of the spoilers from the uh, May Young Classic? Or no. The invitational? No, I'm trying, or trying to the, the May that. Young Menstrational or whatever they're fucking calling it. <laughs> Man, they really missed the boat not calling yeah, it that. Yeah, they did. Holy mm-hmm. shit. A bloody good and, time uh, was had by all. <laughs> the Rough House Podcast is a weekly podcast featuring one guy whose radio dreams came true and another guy who failed miserably at being a successful broadcaster. Follow us at Roughhouse SGW on Twitter and Facebook.com slash the Roughhouse Podcast. Become a donor to the Roughhouse at patreon.com slash the Roughhouse Podcast. And check out our videos at youtube.com backslash channel backslash capital U C E G J two one N lowercase W capital G lowercase K capital P M lowercase L capital D N seven lowercase C three lowercase R lowercase F U V Q. This is the, the Rough House, Rough House uh, podcast with Justin and Christoph. That's it. Fuck Christoph. He's terrible with his information. Okay. Hey, this is The Rock. Shut your mouth, jabronis, and listen up because this is the Rough House podcast with Justin and my least favorite man on the planet, Christoph. The preceding presentation was brought to you by The Realm Network.